Welcome to The Emily Osmond Show. I'm your host, Emily Osmond, an online marketing educator, leader of an incredible global community of female entrepreneurs and a content creator based in Melbourne, Australia. This show is designed to bring you practical strategies and candid real stories of entrepreneurs to help you make marketing, mindset and money your superpowers. Let's get into the show. Welcome back to the show and to my online program series. I hope you're enjoying hearing the stories of other business owners that have added an online program to their business. So we heard from Alexandra Ganipo and she described how she has taken her business online with two French memberships. Then in episode 144, I spoke about some of the big benefits that can come when you add an online program to your business. And the most recent episode was 145 with Cass Della, who's an artist. And she spoke really candidly about what it looked like and what the experience was like for her to create her first online course, where it fits into her business model and her plans for it going forward. In this episode, I'll be speaking around three of the beliefs that almost stopped me from creating an online program in the first place. Now, a reminder that if you haven't already, to make sure that you register for my free educational online class on May 18th. And it's here that I'll be sharing the three essentials of adding an online program to your business. We'll be looking at the three pitfalls that quite a lot of online course or membership owners can fall into the trap of when starting out my blueprint when it comes to creating and launching your first online program. And the number one thing that I recommend you focus on to bring more ease to your online program journey. And by the way, this is all without having to have it all mapped out perfectly beforehand, needing to have a massive email list or being famous online. Go to emilyosmond.com forward slash scale to register for the link to attend the class. And by doing so, you'll also find out more about the upcoming enrollment for my online program, Scalable, where I teach you how to design, create and launch your first online program. I can't wait to see you in the live class. It's funny when I look back in the journals and the notebooks from really early on in my business days, and I can see that I wrote down online course, online membership from pretty early on. But at the same time, I just didn't feel like that was something that I could do, that I could create, that I could have any success with. And so by really identifying and facing those beliefs that I've had in the past that held me back from getting started sooner when it came to taking my business online with my educational courses, I really want to share these with you. So perhaps you can identify some of the beliefs that you have that might be holding you back too. It's been almost three years that I started the online program journey and I've learned a whole lot of things. I've made a whole lot of mistakes a whole lot of things that I would have done differently looking back now. I've hit some road bumps and I've also created something that I'm really, really proud of today. 
wind back the clock to when I was offering the services. So my first business was called Good Media and I offered different services to clients and delivered client projects. A lot of them were in the strategy side of things for their marketing, for their brand, for their social media. I also managed some events, an event marketing contract too, which was a lot of fun. And I also started running some workshops. So a lot of them were Instagram strategy workshops. And I also ran some content workshops, some photography and styling type of workshops as well in partnership with a photographer. So when it got to the point that I really wanted my business to grow and I really wanted to take it to the next level, I realized that I didn't really want to take the business that I had created to the next level. I really didn't see myself in the future as having, so at the time I had contractors delivering the projects and helping with some of the client work. And we were pretty full with clients in terms of we had a wait list for clients to book in with us. And so looking forward at how I wanted to live my days and the way that I wanted to feel And what I also wanted to spend my time doing and focus on and the impact that I wanted my business to have, looking forward, the business that I had created wasn't one that I wanted to continue to grow. And it seemed kind of crazy because I had established this business. We had great referrals coming in, great new clients coming in, fantastic clients that we were working with. I was generating a good revenue. I had a team of brilliant contractors but I didn't really want to take on more projects. I didn't really want to grow with more contractors or staff to manage projects. And what I had to do at this point was really look at, okay, where am I spending the time in my business that I really enjoy? What are the areas, the activities, the things that I do that really I am best at, that are really the area that I can make the most difference in my business, but also with the people that I work with. And you might've heard me say this before, but what I did was I created this spreadsheet and it basically listed all the different offerings that I had in my business. And there was a fair few of them. I had a few copywriting contracts. We were doing the branding and brand strategy. We were doing websites, like I mentioned, the event marketing contract. Also some social media trainings and strategies for business owners and also offering the workshops. What I did was I listed down all those different services or things that I offered in my business. And then I went through them and I added the percentage of revenue that they on average brought into my business. And then what I did from there was actually mark down in a column how each of those offers that I had made me feel. And whether they really took my energy and they felt heavy or hard or whether time flew when I was doing them and whether they gave me energy and I felt really in flow. This was so powerful to do because I realized that the areas that I just really loved and that I believed I was best at and that I really, really wanted to focus on was when I was actually working with business owners to teach them when I was in my workshops, when I was consulting and coaching and mentoring and encouraging and sharing strategies, that is what I love to do the best. So how could I build this more into my business? Well, at the time I was running a free Facebook group. It was called the Modern Marketing Mission. 
had about 700 people or so at the time. And what I was doing was I used to post each Wednesday, I would share one thing Wednesday and I'd share one marketing strategy or little tidbit or new news out of the marketing world, social media updates for them. And so I shared a survey with the members of this group and it basically said like, how can I help support you? How can I really be, give more value to you? And I had a few different things in there. I had some templates. I had, I think I had an event or a retreat or that type of thing. I had a a couple of course ideas in there. And I also had a couple of membership options. And it's kind of funny because I'd already thought in my mind, I don't think I'll do a membership. That just sounds, that just sounds really overwhelming. That sounds like constant work and constant questions coming at me. And I think I'm just going to find that I just get really overwhelmed and it's just really depleting on my energy. As you probably guessed, the results that came back from that survey was really pointing towards people wanting that ongoing updates, coaching strategies on their marketing. And so I thought, right, well, (laughs) maybe this is something that I can do. And I actually rang a friend who she ran her own membership. And I said to her, can we just talk about this? How do you do it? And is this just really overwhelming? And she really just spoke frankly to me. And she said, Emily, it's up to you to put the boundaries in place. You get to choose what your program looks like. And so with that encouragement and really just that honesty of her sharing the way that we can do things in ways that work for us, I decided, right, this is it. I'm just going to put it out there. And so my membership program that I still run today, almost three years later, and we have some of our original members in there, which is just the best and I love it. That's the Modern Marketing Collective. Now, there were three thoughts in particular that I really had to wrestle with in the lead up to accepting and coming to terms with the fact that I was going to create an online program. The first one was, and this is funny actually, because I just, I'm a bit of a quick start, which is personality type, and I can take action fast. But what I find happens is that I will commit to something, I'll take action, and then often the fear comes afterwards. So what happened to me was after I launched my membership, I then actually had the fear, the imposter syndrome, the doubts that, oh my gosh, people are going to find me out. People are going to realize that I don't know enough, that I don't know anything. And this was also something that I had some thoughts on over the years, which kind of stopped me from even just letting my mind go there that I could create an online program. The fact that I didn't know enough yet and that I had to learn more or upskill more. And often as women, we think we have to have another certificate or we have to whatever it might look like before we're allowed to put ourselves forward for something. And I'm sure a lot of guys are like this too. Now, one of my mentors, Denise Duffield-Thomas, she has a saying And it's that you don't have to be a guru, you can be a contributor instead. And I love that. I love that reframe. And I like to think that, you know, we don't have to be the expert or the specialist. We can just be an expert or a specialist or someone that just is really good and knows a fair bit about their topic and what they're doing. 
Now, what happened to me, like I mentioned, was after I launched the program, I'm like, oh my gosh, what if someone asked me a question that I don't know the answer to? What if they realize that I don't know as much as maybe they think I know? I can assure you that what it actually helped me realize was how much I did know, how much experience that I had had just from working with those clients previously. And also my confidence built over time by seeing the results that my students had and the fact that what they were learning and also their own efforts and their own action taking, which helped them achieve it. But seeing those results really just was like, okay, Emily, this is all right. You're all right. You can help people here. So whether you perhaps have that fear that holds you back really a lot before you do things, or maybe you're more like me and sometimes the fear, sometimes you do things and the fear comes afterwards, I just want to reframe it for you that you don't have to be the person that knows everything. You can just be someone that knows some things. And it's totally okay if you don't know the answer to everything. You can just say, hey, that's not what we cover here. Or, hey, I don't know the answer to that. Maybe you could try this person who might be able to help. Or, hey, I'll come back to you. I'll have a bit of a look at that one. So know that you know enough as it is right now. The second belief that definitely just stopped me. (laughs) Okay, and this might sound kind of weird was that I wasn't American, that I wasn't famous enough, and also that I wasn't outgoing enough. So those different things, because I was looking at the people who had online programs that I saw, and something that I saw in common for those that would appear on ads and come in front of me on my social media feeds, and those people whose podcasts I had discovered generally were American, generally by that point in their business and career had a pretty big audience online, could consider them being famous in their own niche. And generally to me seemed to be quite outgoing, talkative, extroverted. And I just thought, well, first and foremost, I'm Australian, although I did grow up in England, but moved to Australia, half Australian. My mom's Aussie. And I just kind of didn't really see anyone else in Australia with online programs. And now, of course, I discovered there's a whole lot of amazing people. But to me, I guess by not seeing someone else, I just kind of thought, well, I guess that's not something I can do. Also, the fact that I just felt like I have a pretty little audience here. I had an email list of a couple of hundred people when I first launched my online program I certainly didn't feel like I had a huge audience or that I was anything compared to these other people that I saw who were very successful from the outset with online programs. And also a big one was that I just felt like maybe my personality wasn't up to this. I felt like I would have to try and put on being more confident or louder or outgoing or talkative and just all of those things that I just didn't really feel were me. What switched here, like a huge, huge change for me and almost permission for me was when I heard someone being interviewed on another podcast and she was talking about her online program and she mentioned that she was quite introverted. And I just thought, hang on a minute, This is a total permission for me 
and a realization that perhaps I can just be me and I can have an online program. Perhaps I don't have to force myself to be louder, more outgoing, any of those things. Perhaps I can just be me and that will work. Now, I say this that I wasn't sure if I had permission that at times I felt like I didn't see others like me. And I say this as someone that is very well represented. I'm white, I'm straight, I'm able. And so I really recognize you and the whole lot more challenges of actually seeing yourself represented. If you are someone that comes from a minority group and you are someone that isn't as well represented or isn't so much represented in the mainstream too. I really recognize that for you and that I have no idea what that's like for you. Number three for me, it's kind of a bit of a paradox and probably sounds a little bit odd, but I'm not the most tech savvy person. I remember when I was at uni and I had my laptop. Well, actually, I had the university laptop for a class and it was a MacBook. I never touched a Mac thing before. I always had this PC and I couldn't even figure out how to open the laptop. I was trying from all the different (laughs) angles and that kind of just sums up that I'm not really that savvy when it comes to technology and I get frustrated with it and I just get I have all the tabs open and all the impatience really. And to me, the technology involved in having an online program and all these different things that I saw people doing like webinars, launches, email marketing, all those different things. I just kind of felt like, is this even something that I'm allowed to do? Like, I don't even know the first thing about any of this. And is this even something that I can manage that I can actually have the skills to do? Now, I enrolled, I think it was only a couple of weeks before I actually got my online program out there. It might've even been a week before, but I found someone incredible that taught about some online marketing things. And so I just felt very thankful that I had someone that I could actually follow some guidance through and have some shortcuts there in terms of helping me to set up some elements of my online program and get it out there too. And I'm not going to lie, like there are challenges. And I say to my students when when they're in Scalable and learning about these side of things, I say, get yourself a strong coffee because some of this takes some brain power. Just thinking about how you're connecting different, different elements of technology so you can actually get paid, send your members their logins. But it's also very doable and it's very rewarding too. Now, this leads me to fast forward the clock a couple of years into when I had launched my first online program, the Modern Marketing Collective, which is my membership, that I really, really wanted to teach other people who perhaps had reached a similar stage that I had in my business that I was at capacity with the work that I could do and the time that I had available. And maybe they also felt a calling to shift the way that their business was running as well. Or perhaps they simply wanted to add another element to their business where they could work with more people. And so I had taken several online programs at this point in time, and I'd taken quite a few to upskill myself when it came to online programs and memberships and launching and funnels. And a few of the times I felt a little bit sad for some of the people going through these programs 
because sometimes I felt that there wasn't a whole lot of this is what you do and this is how you do it. Step by step, just follow this and you can make up your own rules. You can take this in the way that you want to take it, but also you can just follow this step by step. And so when I created Scalable, I really, really wanted to be something that you could just go through and really see exactly how to create, to design, to launch your own course or membership and do it in the way that really feels great to you. So we're opening doors again to Scalable and that's happening on May 18th and also to just share some great information with you and also tell you a little bit more about what's involved in the program. I'm running a free online class that's on May 18th and you can go to emilyosmond.com forward slash scale to register. So come along and I'll be talking about those elements that I believe are really, really important to have when it comes to creating your online program Also, some of the pitfalls that I often see people fall into the trap of when they're getting started. My blueprint that I teach for really making this an experience that it's going to challenge you, but it can also come with ease and fun and joy and so much fulfillment too. So come and join me. Just go to emilyosmond.com forward slash scale. Get your name down. You'll be sent the link to join the live class. If you can't make it live, I do encourage you to so you can be there. But you'll also be sent a recording too. And also you'll be sent more details if you would like to join me for the live round of my program, my online course Scalable, which starts really, really soon. So I hope by sharing some of those beliefs and things that I used to tell myself, Perhaps whether you're even looking at creating an online program or not, but they might challenge you to consider are those things that you're telling yourself, how much truth is there in those? And I wonder if you can disprove any. All right, that is it for me. And I'll speak with you really, really soon.